Sports Speak Podcast. This is your host, Aaron Daniels, and I've got a very, very special guest with us this early afternoon. This man has been a, a sports writer and a coordinator of Tulsa World's high school coverage for 25 years. He's been highly decorated and been in the business for even longer than that. Uh, me and this guy go back quite a few years. Back when I was in high school, uh, we've had several conversations on and off the record about the sport of basketball, and I've just sort of followed this man's plight all the way up to the present day. I'm talking about Barry Lewis. Mr. Lewis, how are you, sir? Great, Aaron. Uh, good to talk with you. And uh, yes, we go all the way back to when I uh, asked you to start picking our football games one week. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Now, I can't remember how accurate or inaccurate I was on my predictions that week, but that, that was sort of my first introduction into anything media related. And it was great. Yes, I think you're pretty good, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, I do remember that our, our football team was struggling that year, and I had to definitely show some love to the home front. So uh, I think I ended up picking them as, as favorites in a game that we ended up falling very short of that prediction. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But I, I want to thank you for giving me some of your time this afternoon. I know you're a busy guy. So uh, we'll jump right into it. Man, I know it be sort of funny for you being on the, on the other end of this kind of deal, but what got you? when did you get started? In, in, in sports writing and anything journalism related? And like, were you always a sports guy even back to your childhood or was it sort of something you grew into? Uh, I've always been a sports guy uh, all my life. Uh, I started writing um, just on my own back when I was in pretty much junior high school and high school. Uh, did a little paper just for uh, family and friends every day Fo that focused on the St. Louis Cardinals. And uh, that, that just grew into um, um, college at the University of Tulsa. I worked on the paper there. And then after I graduated from TU, I got on at the Tulsa Tribune, which was the evening newspaper at the time. So I've been at the, uh, I've been at the same building pretty much for the last 35 years because uh, the Tribune uh, closed in 92 and then I hooked on with the world shortly thereafter. That's what I'm talking about. And from 1993, 1992. Okay, so after you left the Tribune, where exactly did you go from there? Did you go right to Tulsa World or was there, was, was there a stop in between? Uh, in between, uh, there was a little bit of a stop because the, once the Tribune closed in 92, uh, they as a daily paper, mm -hmm. they sort of... Uh, evolved into a uh, started a weekly paper mm -hmm. with many of the same people from the Tribune. Yes, sir. And I was a sports editor there for about a year. And then uh, that closed down. And then I uh, Bill, I was blessed to have Bill Connors, the legendary sports editor at the world. Give me a call right after uh, what was the Tulsa Sentinel closed. And he asked if I wanted to join the world and, I've been here ever since, that's, 20, the past 25 years. That's awesome, man. You are definitely a household name in the city of Tulsa. A lot of people know who you are. And what, what I've always had a question of is, where, where, how far does your range cover? Are, are you just a basketball guy, or are you limited to basketball or football? And basketball, or do you cover all the sports? Uh, I oversee all of the world's high school coverage. Yes, sir. I'm coordinate everything but my primary focus is on boys basketball and uh, football but uh, I sort of I'm involved with all the sports to a certain extent overseeing our coverage and coordinating good deal good deal now I'm, I guess I'm gonna ask you the same question that I've asked a lot of a lot of guys a lot of guests that I've had on my show about the differences that you may have seen from your vantage point in in the athletes nowadays uh, in comparison to the athletes in years past, because I, I, I think the game has changed sort of bit. And a lot of that has to do with 
a lot of the personnel. Because I, I can think a couple of years back, I kind of noticed that these guys don't look to be quite as big or quite as athletic um, nowadays as, so, as some of them were back during the days that I was playing and in the early 2000s. It seemed like, I don't know, maybe something was in the water, but those guys seem to be a lot more like men child. What, what do you think about that? Well, I, I guess when I look back over the last 25 or 30 years um, in foot, I'll go to football first. Um, the size of the players in football, especially the linemen at the higher class programs, uh, talking about 5A and 6A, uh, mm-hmm. is just they are so much bigger now than they were uh, for the most part 25 years ago. I mean, bro, it seems like everyone on Broken Arrow's line is at least two fit our, our union our Ute Janks, uh, most of them, you got to be 250 or 260. Uh, whereas 20, 25 years ago, you might have one um, at that weight. And, but the rest of them were pretty much 220, 230. I mean, I think you've seen that probably at the college level too um, in the NFL. So I, the, the athletes in football, especially at the, um, you know, higher class programs, are they just are bigger and faster these days uh, to me in football, you know, as far as basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I've noticed is from the time when I started covering in the eighties and nineties that uh, guys can't shoot free throws as well these days. Oh my God. <laughs> it makes my stomach turn. It's like they can knock it down from three, but they can't hit it from 15 feet. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it drives me crazy just as, you know, as a, a reporter or, or even as a fan, you know, at, uh, that uh, guys can't make their free throws. I mean, uh, yeah, free throw shooting was a lot better when I started. Um, but what? as far as the athletic ability, mm-hmm. I mean, they were great athletes. I, I mean, the kids may be a little stronger these days, mm-hmm. uh, but they were great athletes. I and mean, as far as just pure athletic ability, I mean, they were great. There's always been great athletes on the basketball court. Good deal. Uh, That's big time stuff. And, you know, I'm starting to see sort of a resurgence of that. And the game is so much fun to watch now um, as opposed to I think I think we hit a little bit of a lull a couple of years ago. But that's that's a subjective opinion of mine. But here's something else I wanted to run at you, because I think that um, no matter what role we play when it comes to sports, whether we are a coach or if we're an athlete ourselves or a a sports, a sports writer like yourself. um, And if I'm selling you short on any of your credentials, please correct me. But. I think it's important to remember that before we were any of those things, we were fans of the sport. And um, I know what you do takes an incredible level of focus and you got to be locked in and, you know, you got, you got things that you have to, particular details you have to corral, but are you ever able to sort of step out of work mode and just watch a game and and be in awe as a fan? Like, wow, this is a great atmosphere that I'm among right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there, I go to plenty of sporting events, a lot of sporting events where I'm not there in any official capacity and, I can just, you know, enjoy the event as a fan. And, and that's a lot of fun, too. Uh, for the most part, though, when I'm covering a game that I'm just so focused on having to write the story that uh, don't really have much time, you know, for that, just to sit back and relax. Although I also cover baseball a lot, professional baseball. Uh, right. Like I read up on that. Yeah. yeah. How's that been? It, Oh, that, that's great. And because baseball is slower paced and because there's so many games, there are times when I can sort of sit back at, at a game I'm covering and go in the stands for a few innings and sort of take, you know, just be I'm not totally a fan because I'm following the game, but I can sort of like 
relax a little bit and just mm-hmm. enjoy the beautiful night, the beautiful weather at, the, at being at the baseball game. But in basketball and football, for the most part, I'm just so focused, uh, um, you know, because they're faster paced sports and sure, there's sure. so much going on that it's I'm just pretty and the deadlines are usually pretty tight. I'm no. just <laughs> more so more so focused, um, you know, as a reporter, although I go to a lot of um, Oklahoma City Thunder games and college basketball games where I'm not there in an official capacity. So there I get a little bit of a chance to just enjoy everything. That's big time. Now, how, how long have you been um, how long have you been covering professional baseball with, with, with the drillers? Is that something that's relatively new or has that been in effect for quite some time? I've been covering the drillers uh, off, off and on, mostly on since the, the late 80s. So uh, wow. uh, it's probably been, you know, you could say probably 25 to 30 years. Man, you got some you got some skin in the game right there, Mr. Lewis. That's some big time stuff. Now, I got to go into um, another area. And if it's if it's something that, that you don't necessarily want to comment on, you can definitely pass and I'll let you off the hook on that. But I've always wondered. um as an as an athlete or an ex-athlete at this point, um, how some people feel more comfortable than others um, speaking to sports writers or anybody that's affiliated with the media. I mean, me, I've always I've always kind of enjoyed that experience. Anytime we got to have a conversation and whatever questions that you asked me. But um, do you have you ever run into some situations with some players or coaches that were a little more difficult to be to get to be forthcoming about some things over others? Oh, absolutely. Uh, whether they're student athletes or professional athletes or coaches, you can just sort of tell right away, you know, some are just naturally really good at it and really enjoy it. And uh, even if it's their first time being interviewed, mm-hmm. uh, you can just sort of sense that right from the get go. Whereas um, others, um, uh, they're, they're a little nervous. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's understandable. Uh <laughs> you know, especially when it's their first time being interviewed and, 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 you know, as far as coaches are concerned, um, some people, some coaches, it seems like really enjoy it. Um, really like, like to talk about their team and uh, are very helpful. And then others aren't, uh, are more, um, conservative in their quotes, There you go. There you, go. <laughs> you know, more guarded. That's a better word. Uh, and they, they're helpful, but, you know, because they realize, well, they have to, they really need to do it, but uh, they're not as forthcoming. So, oh, yeah. Yes. You see, you, you have all kinds. <laughs> and have you, do you have a preference in terms of which level of athlete or coach that you'd rather, that you'd rather approach and have a conversation with, whether it's at the amateur level, the collegiate level, or the pro level? I would say uh, the high school level is really, at that level, it's the most fun to talk with the coaches and the players because I've had experience at all levels. And at the high school level, um, there's several reasons why I enjoy talking with the people there the most. Um, sure, sure. I'd like to hear that, some of those. That'd be awesome. Because uh, for, for 90% of the student athletes I talk to, it may be, this may be, this is the highlight of their athletic careers. They're not going to go on to college. They're not going to go on to pros. And so when I talk with them, this is big, this is big for them. This is big for their family. They're going to cut out this, uh, you know, this article or they're going to save it if it's, they get it online um, that I've had student athletes are um, come up to me. It usually happens a couple times during uh, a year, mostly during basketball season. It sure. seems like. Yeah. Um, I would imagine that that's probably your busiest time, but I could be wrong. Right. 
where the, well, it is a busy time, but uh, it's all busy. But uh, they'll come up to me during like it'll be like halftime of a game, and I'm out in the lobby or I'm in the, sitting in the stands, and they'll say, um, "Hey, do you remember me? Uh, you, I'm so and so from so and so high school, and you wrote a story on me back in 1989." <laughs> and usually. Um, you know, once they introduce themselves, because they usually, you know, if I haven't seen them in 25 or 30 years, I wouldn't recognize them. But uh, once they introduce themselves, I can pretty well remember the story I wrote about them there you go. <laughs> in, in, in that moment. And, those, and that's really fun when they come up and introduce themselves to me after a long time. Um, and I see how they're doing and they're usually doing really well. And uh, that's one of the rewarding things. But when you do something at the high school level, it just seems like it's very meaningful, whether it's to the person you're interviewing or their family or to the community. And uh, you also have a lot more freedom at the high school level. I can talk with the coaches at the biggest programs and, um, and, and they're very accessible on the phone. Their players are accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas you don't get that type of accessibility at the college level and at the college level, you know, especially if you're doing the bigger programs, you know, you're just another interview. So, mm, yeah. And I, I, I know, suppose to some degree you understand that, but it still kind of sucks. I would imagine sometimes. Yeah. Well, not, right. Not, not always. Cause uh, in, also in the pro at the pro level, and I enjoy covering uh, professional baseball, but uh, in some of them it's, you know, it's because they're in the minor leagues. I'm double a probably is like the best I'm, blessed to cover double a baseball because um they still at that point they haven't been you know gotten a lot of coverage probably especially in their professional careers like they would if they're in the majors so a lot of them are quite a few of them still appreciate a chant you know when i do a feature story on them um you know they like it they enjoy it and you got more accessibility even at the double a level than you would at the major league level big time now that covered a lot of ground right there, Mr. Lewis. But one thing I'm, I'm sort of unclear on, and so I'm going to shoot this at you. You talked about um, which team that you pretty much exclusively covered uh, as far as the professional baseball goes, which was the Drillers. And I, anybody who knows anything about high school sports in Tulsa, Oklahoma, they know that, you, that you're always on the scene taking care of business. But when it comes to the collegiate level, was there any particular college program that you, that you exclusively covered, or, or were you all over the place on that as well like you were at the high school level? I was pretty much all over the place <laughs> in colleges. Uh, and I mean that in the best way. Because yeah. um, in college baseball, I was a college baseball writer for a few years. Okay. And um, so I would cover all the – at that time, it was the big four, which was Oral Roberts, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Arkansas. So I covered all those programs. And then in college football, um, uh, I for a couple of years, this was a long time ago when I was just starting out, uh, I covered University of Arkansas and um, did a little with NSU. And uh, in basketball, for a lot of years, I was the AP writer for Oral Roberts University. So, and, I've, and I also did cover Oral Roberts University uh, somewhat at the Tribune, Tulsa Tribune as well. Been around for quite some time, and I got, I got to throw this out there on a personal note because I'm a fan of you. I can remember back in 2000, 2012, I believe it was. That was my very first year, the 11-12 year. That was my very first year as a coach, and I was um, in Muskogee 
on the girls' basketball staff. So we, <laughs> we had gotten to the state tournament, and as soon as I walked into the Mabee Center, I ended up seeing you, and I knew exactly who you were right from the jump. And I was wondering, I wonder if he remembers who I am. And you turned and looked at me and said, hey, Aaron Daniels, I remember. And started running off some of the stuff from, from way back when I was in high school, and that just kind of made me feel good. And I knew, I saw yeah, this guy right here is pretty sharp, man. He's on it. <laughs> well, uh, I re- those days, that, that Sunday, uh, right after – you know, before the state tournaments start when all the coaches gather as right. you did back then. Uh, I think that is one of the most fun days. Um, yes. Cause you know, all the, your seasons are success. I mean, and getting to the state tournament is a great accomplishment and, and hopes are high going into the week that you're going to win a state title. But even if you don't, it's already, the season's already been a success. So that's like one of the most fun times of the year. So I'm glad you brought that up because that, uh, that Sunday is, you know, it's a it's a really nice time. And I know there's been a lot of talk about, uh, you know, not doing that, uh, you know, just doing it all online. And right, that, might be, that. that might be logistically more feasible. And I know it's a ways to drive for, um, you know, coaches who are not in the area of the mm-hmm. state tournament. But uh, I, I would miss that if that occurred, because that's always seemed that's a fun get together to me. I mean, it's like, a, you know, it seems like it. To me, I don't know, you could talk about it as a coach. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make it, you know, seem even more big time like, hey, we've got to the state tournaments and here we are. Right, with, right. With the elite. Exactly. I can remember being in there. Um, I haven't I haven't been able to I haven't reached the state tournament as a head coach yet, but as an assistant when I was in Muskogee, I got to be I got to make that trip four different times and you know, to be in, under the same roof with such prestige as coaches. I mean, you're talking about some of the top programs in the state from five and six A boys and girls and so it, it just, it's it's sort of a feeling of arrival and then you get to mingle and you know get to network you you know about those kind of things and and i actually got to have a word with you on the record which was sort of a blast from the past <laughs> during that year too kind of kind of took me back a little bit yeah well it took me back and it, i thought it was remarkable here you are i i was just thinking of it you know if i were in your position you know you're six years after you win you know a state title and here you are back as a as a coach and uh how nice it was for you and um, you know, to be, you know, there as a coach. And I just think it's great as you talk about networking, it's great to have a chance to get to see um, all the coaches who go to the state tournament and have, you know, some contact with them in person instead of, you know, just doing it over the phone or the internet. And, uh, you know, besides it's good information for me as a media person, it's a great media gathering situation. Oh, absolutely. You can get pretty much all you want from there. Now, That's now, very as, helpful. As a fan of the sport as you are, can you think back to a to a certain time period? Maybe it was a couple of years or five years, or maybe it's one particular year in sports that that was so memorable to you that you might consider to be your favorite time covering sports. I don't Either know. I don't know if there's one particular year. I mean, I can just, I mean, I can remember moments, moments that um, jump out into my head. You know, oh, yeah, um, yeah. Give me some uh, of those you know, moments. Like your, state, like, like your state championship or uh, 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 when the Central won the 1992 state championship because that was the last state tournament I covered at the Tribune. And your, your coach, T. Scott. <laughs> yes, sir. Shout out to T. Scott. That yeah. was long before my time, though, right? But, yeah, but you had a. I mean, that your state championship game that was a very memorable state championship game. When I look back, I mean, that would be probably a state championship games I've covered. That would probably be a top ten game, and I've covered a lot of them. And I then I think of the Keaton Page Rodney Clark era. Yes, um, those guys. Was, I mean, 
great play. I mean, great players. I mean, that was just four years. And of course, you that was sort of in your era too, even though you were a right. couple years older than those guys. Right. But uh, that was just a magical time. So when you talk about a sort of an era of basketball, uh, and you were a part of that era, that and uh, those those were some great times. And then I'll go further back in the 1980s when Booker T. Washington basketball they were uh, was, just incre- was just incredible. Uh, I mean, the talent that they had and they were winning state championships every year. I mean, it was just amazing. I mean, Booker T., of course, still has a great program. Uh, they've been great throughout the years, and they should have a great team again this year. They uh, sure, they sure, they sure but, should. Now, are they, are, the they, are they back up to six A? Are they back up to six A? Yeah, they're they're back up in six A, so we won't get another Memor- Tulsa Memorial Booker T. Washington championship game this year. But uh, the uh, the Booker T. Washington in the nineteen eighties, uh, the the amount of talent there was just incredible yeah it, it, it was criminal man i was like look at these guys man they were definitely the place to go to the place to go to school if you were any any an elite athlete in the inner city of tulsa during those times so i've been told and i think i when i came into high school it was sort of sort of the the latter part of that before talent started started to sort of disperse throughout the city yes and uh, you know now uh you know when i think of you know great programs memorial basketball program of the last 10 to 15 years uh, they've certainly carved out quite you know quite a niche for themselves i mean they have i mean that's been an elite program for 15 years no um and then of course i've been sort of focusing on basketball when you asked me this question but mm-hmm. uh, in football it's been uh, quite memorable to see the run that jenks and union had totally dominating um for the, the better largest. part of the last two decades, which is yes, I mean that's just incredible. And then when you see a team, I mean, to just to admire that success and and to see how you they keep winning every year, it's been incredible. But then when you see a team like Owasso break through last year, yeah, you know, that was awesome. That, that's memorable too. And when I think of all the great players in football and basketball, um, you know, I think of someone like Tyler Lockett um, for. Uh, from Booker T. Washington, who's mm-hmm. now a great receiver and returner for Se- the Seattle Seahawks. And I guess when you think about a time, um, you know, I think about a 2010 season preview um, that we did. We were doing a photo shoot and we were g- gathered the top players together. And um, I remember Tyler Lockett was one of our four or five players that we invited. Mm-hmm. And then you had Archie Bradley, uh, who was a uh, broken arrow quarterback, who's yeah. now. Uh, gone on to fame as a really good relief pitcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks and just thinking beautiful you know what a special time that was uh too so man a huge thing and and all of those names I'm familiar with so you definitely dropped some serious gems right there for us now I know you're a busy man so I won't hold you too much longer I got a couple more things I want to throw at you um now this is one of those very subjective questions you could you could if you remember anything and care to share great if you don't I'll speed on past it but do you have a particular coach or coaches that that um, that you enjoyed um, being able to communicate with and have conversations with a little more, you know, maybe more so than some others? Oh, sure. Uh, again, this go- gets back to your um, previous uh, one of your previous questions about there are some coaches who are more comfortable uh, being interviewed and talking about their team than others. Mm-hmm. And so those would be natural, you know, um, people I would uh, uh 
you know, just because it's easier uh, to talk to when someone else, when you're talking with someone who's enjoying the conversation, it is more fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and so I, I'm very blessed, though, that uh, I have good relationships with a lot of coaches in uh, high schools. Um, so that makes that's part of the what makes my job a lot of fun is those relationships. And uh, uh, I've got a lot of good relationships with coaches and athletic directors. And, and that's very helpful. Beautiful. beautiful. Now who's going to be good this year. All right. Let, 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 let's talk about basketball. And obviously, okay. obviously the season, well, the official practice has just begun this week and the teams will get to started with scrimmages as far as the large schools are concerned. Um, early part of November, then right after we cut the turkey, it's time to hook it up. So are there particular programs or, or standout players that you got a certain eye on that you're, that you're expecting some big things from this year? If so, you got a few to run at me? Yes. Well, again, I, we've, we've mentioned a couple of them, mm-hmm. uh, Booker T. Washington yeah. and Tulsa Memorial. Sure. They're there. Those games, it, what was what's sort of unfortunate, although it was a really good move for Booker T. Washington to go to the Frontier Valley Conference, is that there's right. no guarantee that Booker T. and Memorial are going to play each other this year, and that's become such a great rivalry. Yes. Uh, on, on the flip side for Tulsa Public Schools, Tulsa Public Schools uh, has got to be glad that they've now got a chance to win two state titles. And, great for uh, the district and the city. For them, but the Boone brothers, the Boone twins mm. for uh, Memorial. Yes. Uh, they are, they're awesome. <laughs> and then you go to Booker T. Washington. No, you've got Bryce Thompson, Conley Phipps, or Trey Phipps. <laughs> so Conley Phipps is coach. There uh, you go. Uh, Bryce Thompson and Trey Phipps and Seth Hurd. And uh, they're going to be great. Uh, so, uh, you know, you know, you start right there. Uh, I think those are going to be two teams definitely to watch and a lot of, Big time major college talent on the court there. Big time. Oh yeah, and you you know those guys are going to go on and do great things. Now, very last thing for so we can put a wrap on this thing, and I can turn you loose back to big business. Um, there is one thing that that um, that I guess you can say has become a bit prevalent, and this has never been something that I've heard about you or seen about you. But um, how important is is integrity in the position that you hold? Because I see and hear about so many, I guess you can call them scandals, or let's say situations where a coach or a player was misquoted um, whenever their their statement is printed in, in, in the newspaper and it kind of creates some controversy and, and things of that sort. Um, how are you able to stay on the straight and narrow and, and survive in this game 25-plus years like you have without not having one person say anything bad about you, at least not to me? Well, um I think it's just trying to, to be accurate, to be fair. Um, just, uh, you know, treat the people you deal with how you'd want to be treated. Um, uh, and I, uh, it is integrity is everything uh, for, I mean, people got to trust what you write. Um, so uh, I guess, you know, just try to be truthful, try to be open, um, try to return phone calls if people have concerns, which they do, sure. um, about our coverage. Um, I'll try, I want to, I hope they leave their phone number or an email address so I can talk with them about it. Usually 90% of the cases, uh, when they hear from you, um, then that will diffuse any problems. Uh, people don't want to be ignored. And I've always felt that, uh, you know, if people have a concern about a decision we make about our coverage or who I pick to our all state teams or all Metro, our all world teams, um, you know, a lot of times they'll, 
you know, are sometimes I get a complaint and they're really angry when they leave their uh, phone message. But then once I talk to them, first of all, they're usually surprised they'll return their call. <laughs> right, right, right. Because you use it when you fire off with somebody like, yeah, I don't want to touch that. All right, so I think we left about anyway. After you get one of those disgruntled messages from coaches, they're surprised that you actually bothered or dared to return the call, and that usually kind of, I guess, earns you a little more respect than what they may have started off with when they first called you. Yes. So we could, yeah, first, yeah, because they're really surprised a lot of times that I do return their call, and then once they talk to me, and I have a chance to talk with them, and they talk with me i uh, usually um, even though they may not agree with the decisions they at least know where i'm coming from and know why i made the decision and um, so i think that's very helpful so if anyone has complaints and i do encourage those if they disagree with something we're doing or have suggestions of how to improve to please contact me uh at barry.lewis at tulsaworld.com so um, <laughs> there you go I mean, because I want to talk to the readers. I want, I welcome feedback because, uh, you know, sometimes, I mean, we get some good suggestions uh, from readers. Uh, I welcome, I want the feedback from coaches too. If they've got good story ideas, we love good story ideas. And uh, we just want to do the best job possible covering high school sports that we can do and give those people who deserve recognition, the recognition they deserve. And uh, because we cover so many schools, uh, we can't be everywhere at every time, and so we need uh, coaches to help us by giving uh, us story ideas. Or it doesn't even have to be a coach. Although it's it's usually helpful if the coach is the one to do it, but uh, we'll take story ideas from anyone um, because we can't, you know, uh, at the Tulsa World, we can't be everywhere at every time, as opposed to like a local paper like uh, that's covering just one school in that community. Um, they can be there all the time, but uh, we need help uh, with good story ideas and we welcome them. Absolutely. And I've got to give you your props, but Barry, you, you, you've been nothing but thorough. And I can remember during my days as an athlete, like I've harped upon a few times during, during our conversation here that I, I've never, I've never had to turn and run away whenever I saw you coming. Cause you always did a very good job of, making me and other athletes and coaches feel comfortable speaking to you and and uh terry scott was always quick to call you whenever he had a story to tell or whenever he wanted you to come in and, and, and holler at some of the players so i think you've done well my friend well i appreciate that aaron it's been a pleasure to talk with you and uh i hope you i wish you continued success thank you same to you and even though i'm across the state i'm pretty sure we'll be crossing paths here soon enough and i look forward to it buddy all right, that sounds good. All right, folks, appreciate you guys for listening. This has been Sports Speak Podcast, another edition, and we will hit you next week. Goodbye.